Blog Talk Radio. Fifty-one X spot flank across. Red left slot. Fifty-one X spot flank across. Someone right. Fifty-eight. Blue. Fifty-eight. All right, here we go. They're gonna jump right here. You know they're gonna jump. Everybody, hold your water. Green right slot. Ninety-eight handoff side on three. Ready? Balls. 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 Hey baby, let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. Have some fun. I'm the quarterback. Don't stop, homie. I go to jail if I get sacked. So block for me. Eight ball in my corner pocket. It's on and popping. Got the whole club leaning with it. What up, y'all? What's going on with the Blitz Brigade? What's going on with our new listeners? The show is always growing. We are always getting bigger and stronger, taking over the airwaves and the media, blasting through your speakers. I'm KB. The co-host is the Fane. The producer is our boy, Mad Money Mike. What's going on, guys? What's up, KB? What's up, KB? What's up, Mad Money? How you living over there? Oh, living the dream. Living the dream. Yeah, you sound excited about the show tonight, buddy. You sound like you're pretty pumped up. It's going to be a good one. I I can see it already. It's going to be a great one. It's going to be a great one because we're opening this one with golf. I got a question for you all and all of our listeners and anybody that wants to call in here. We have the Masters Tournament going on this weekend. Tiger Woods is back. He's going to be playing in this tournament. My question to everybody is, if Tiger Woods wins the Masters this weekend, is this the greatest comeback story in the history of sports? Because not only would Tiger be back, golf will be back too. He won his last major 10 years ago at the U.S. Open. 10 years ago. You know, listen, though, Beck, here's the thing, though, man. Everybody's jumping the guns. All right, number one, first and foremost, the Masters is, this is great. And I'm not a golf guy, dude. I never watch golf. I don't care about golf. Tiger's making it relevant again. I always do watch the Masters, but Tiger's making it relevant again. Like, he's making, like, this dude. And it's something, all right, before we get into, like, comebacks of all comebacks, because he hasn't won anything yet, and even though everybody's speculating and wanting to take him as a favorite, or Mad Money's going to drop the odds on, on us here in a minute, um, how is this dude still likable? Like, think about all the stuff that this dude's done over the last 10 years since he's fallen from the graces. Like, he's, the, the, the cheating scandals, the, the incident with his wife coming at him with the golf club, the recent DUI where, I mean, literally, that picture could not have been any worse as to, you know, just show you what rock bottom looks like. And yet, when he steps foot on the course tomorrow, I don't know what his tea time is. Like, dude, everyone's watching Tiger, and literally, I'm going to say 90% of golf fans are rooting for Tiger to come back because no one in golf, he was at such a high point, you know, 15 years ago that he was so good and such a polarizing figure, as, and anyone else in sports, if they had the track record that he had, even with the wins, People would hate this dude, but for some reason, Tiger Woods has this personality trait and this image that we know what this guy does off the course, but he's so phenomenal to watch, and he's so intriguing of a character, and he's such a weird dude. I'm going to say race plays into it because it's a black man and a white man sport, you know, that you have to say it. I'm going to say it. I don't care if you're going to be a little on on the edge of your seat about that mad money. I'm going to say it. I don't care, but dude, to answer your question... If he wins the Masters tomorrow, Beck, no way, dude. 
I mean, no way is there a better comeback story than that. And we still don't know what the hell this guy does on his off time. But he's obviously been working on his golf game. I think we're jumping the gun. I don't think he's going to win the Masters. But if he were to, dude, yeah, you got to give it to Tiger. Is That's the biggest, best comeback story in the history of sports. I mean, Beck, we, we could have this conversation. Think about it. Who else do you got? The only thing I can think of is is Michael Jordan, but he just kind of left. He was never like down and yeah. out like this. He was, and he left kind of because his dad passed away and his dad wanted him to play baseball. But he was never he, he he was gone, but his game was never gone. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. And also, Michael Jordan's gambling, all that shit, that stuff didn't come to light until, sorry for cursing within the first three, and getting racial within the first three minutes of the show. I'm sorry, you know, yeah, but it's going to happen. And, hey, 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 I'm picking up the place. It's going to happen sometimes, buddy. But hey, I'm just saying and, that, But to, to correct you on the other thing, he's Tiger Woods is not just black. He's Blasian. He's black and Asian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But either way, it, it was, it, 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 it's – predominantly a white man's sport as is, is looked at and that's just what it is and anybody if you're, if you're black if you're asian if you're caucasian if you're whatever you are it doesn't matter you can agree with me that golf is looked at as an old white guy's sport it, it's what it is i mean let's just be real yeah it's changed with the younger faces coming in and i think speed's taking the whole thing tomorrow after his uh, meltdown i don't know if it was last year or two years ago but i think he, that's another story but listen to beck to answer the question that you're leading the show off with if Tiger were to pull this off, and I, I just I, – I can't see it happening. I, can't, I know he's been playing well in the last couple of, of events that he's been in. If he were to do it and win this thing come Sunday on the back nine, there's no, there's no better redemption story than that. And, and the funny thing is the DUI didn't even happen a year ago. Like this dude is – he was – we all saw that picture and we all looked at him and laughed. Like, Jesus Christ, Tiger, you're never – like, you are done, bro. Like, look at this balding, weird man. Like, that in the, the DUI video, and he's mixing the pills, and he's mixing booze. From what I've heard, uh, that's a bad combination, bro. And for this guy to – if he were to come back, and even if he finishes top five, dude, like, that's still impressive because that means that there's still years in, you know, left. You know what I mean? He still has fuel left in the tank. So – Definitely, definitely the most intriguing, by far the most intriguing story of the Masters coming up here, man. But the thing is, dude, if he were to win it, absolutely. I mean, you said Michael Jordan. I say well, maybe Michael Vick coming back from the public, just hating him for the dogfighting thing. But he never, I mean, he never really materialized into winning a Super Bowl or anything. But he was one of those polarizing athletes that fell from the graces uh, with the prison sentence and the dogfighting and all that nonsense that went down. Um, but that, with, that's the one that comes with, with, up my head. With Michael Vick, I mean, he never really won everybody back. Tiger will win everybody back. Which is so everybody weird. will be on his side. Not a lot of people. There's a lot of people that still don't really uh, dig Michael Vick right now for the dogfighting scandal. But before but how, we get into – How is that ahead. possible? How is that possible, though? Think about it. He's not only cheated on his wife. There's, like, multiple, multiple, multiple women in a time where women's rights are higher than any they've ever been. And sex scandal is like the hottest thing going on. Drug DUIs, drunken DUIs, drugs, all the above. And yet this dude takes the course tomorrow. Everyone's rooting for him. So just explain to me, with racism, sexism, and all of the above, how is it that Tiger Woods has beaten all of that and everyone's just like, ah, yeah, well, you know, that's just Tiger on, you know, when he's not on the course. 
because he's so good and he was so polarizing as a golfer 15 years. It's been a long time since Tiger Woods was Tiger Woods. He's an older man now with a lot of problems. How is, the, how is it that we as the public, literally, I'm going to say literally 85% of, of the people that are watching the Masters tomorrow are rooting for Tiger. I, I really don't think that's like a, a crazy number to throw out there. And no, how, is it, how is that possible with any other athlete, bro, Beck, any other athlete, any other sport, any other athlete does what this guy does, gets away with it, and still gets the, 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 the rooting for it, still gets, still gets the love, still gets the, the clapping, still gets the, the, the want, the need for people. They need him. They want him to win so bad. How is that possible? Answer that question. Well, you can't. Well, he might have the clap after everything he's done. That's, that's a pretty – I mean, Matt Money, was that a good joke? Money, did you laugh at that? I bet you Mad Money yeah, chuckled. I was, I was that. cracking up. Just I bet, you, I bet you did a little belly chuckle in the in the computer hey, room. Over. Before before we make our picks, Mad Money, what's some of the odds on some of these top golfers here in the tournament this weekend? Uh, it looks like fresh off of golfodds.com. We got Jordan Spieth, Spiel, Spieth. I don't even know how to say it. Ten to one. Uh, Justin Thomas, 10 to 1. Dustin Johnson, 12 to 1. Tigers looking at 12 to 1. Uh, Ricky Feller, 16 to 1. And Phil McNichols. 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 Oh, I can't even McNich- say it. Y'all know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Phil Mickelson. 16 to 1. McNichols. All right, Eddie, who you got? Sandwich, man. I'm going with Speed, man. I'm going with Jordan Speed. They said it right off the rip. I didn't realize that. I, I mean, if he's ten to one and Matt Money's reading this right, then he's the favorite. Um, yeah, Speed's an incredible golfer, dude. Watch this dude play, man. It's it's, it's incredible. Um, he had a meltdown at the Masters. I think it was last year. It might have been 2016. I might be wrong on that. It might have been 2016. I should probably look at the computer, but I don't really feel like doing it because I'm not going to do it. So yeah, I'm going. I'm going to roll with Speed, though, man. Um. I wish we had done. I wish we had done another pool here with the uh, the Blitz Brigade because I'm definitely on fire when it comes to that kind of stuff. But we'll get into that later. Who do you guys got? Well, I'm picking Shooter Gavin, Happy Gilmore, Lafferty Daniels. Of course, I'm picking Tiger Woods, man, and I'm rooting for him too. The whole sport of golf is rooting for him, dude. This would change the Masters from just being another Daytona 500 to golf being back on your weekend mat. And I'll tell you what, with all those with all those happy Gilmore references, I'm always rooting for Virginia Bennett, even in her modern family days right now. Virginia Bennett was – what did that woman do to her face, man? Cause I, she, she looks I, way I, better. I just, you think she looks way better now, Mad Money? Yeah. As the modern family mom? For those of you I, who I, don't I know, happy Gilmore's girlfriend, Virginia Bennett, who was smoking hot in happy Gilmore, kind of is the modern family mom. So how the hell, like, that's some weird surgery, right? That's that's a new face. She put a new a, face on there. A better face. Better haircut. Oh, you think Way it's better. the haircut? Oh, it's the haircut. But the body, though. All right, well, anyways, yeah, yeah, women's rights. We're not allowed to do hey, that, man. So Let's who do you got, Mad Money? Real quick. Who yeah, Mad Money. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit Nichols? up Phil McNicholson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe hey, I can change your. <laughs> maybe maybe I can change your guys' mind in a in a practice round of nine holes where Tiger was playing with Phil McNicholson as his teammate. Tiger Tiger eagled two of the holes. Not yeah, birdied, like, eagled. Them. I, I like, this is that. this is his course. 
I understand that. It's been his course. Like, didn't they? I'm quite certain they changed the course around years ago because of how good he was on this particular course. The courses. They literally had to change it. But dude, don't. I I promise you, man. I'm telling you, this is not gonna. There's too many other great golfers out there. Like we act like these. This guy's still so far above everybody else, dude. Somebody. It's gonna be some. The person that wins the Masters is going to be somebody out of nowhere. I, I guarantee it. It's going to be somebody like that guy, Oswealy Wilder, surfer, the one like six years ago or four years ago. Or We forget about it. It could be anybody's freaking weekend, man, and that's the thing. Everyone's rooting for Tiger. He knows how much pressure there is on him, dude, and it's not like – I'm not saying that the guy can't rise to the occasion, which I know this dude can. If he gets it going and he's got Tiger blood and it's freaking cold-blooded. Right, Tiger's cold-blooded, man, money. Maybe. Anyways, but he, if he gets it going, dude, he's in that Tiger zone of, of years past. Yeah, dude, look out. He's going to take over. Is he before, better than before, everyone else out there? Is he better than everyone else out there? Dude, I don't think so, man. I think that everybody's jumping the gun. Let's say if he had won one of the tournaments and that he's finished, I know he's finished top five in the last three, but if he had won one, then maybe I'd be a little bit more confident. But, dude, I think everybody's just so antsy and so excited to see him back out there that they're thinking win, and that's not the case. It's just not. Before we jump into a much more unlikely comeback than Tiger, we got any callers here on the line, Matt Money? No, not on the line yet. All right, well then let's jump into this. Johnny Manziel is trying out for teams and he's saying the right things. Okay, Johnny O'Doul's, listen guys, this is just another con of his. I'm calling a DUI in one year or less. Look, I've been sober for like three days. It's hard, but I'll tell you right now, addiction's not a disease. It's just bad decision-making, and this dude can't decide what he's really passionate about. And for the longest time lately, it hasn't been about football. Where do you stand on this dude, Fane? Um, wow, man. We really took a weird turn off the top. Well, I guess that kind of that kind of goes off the of tiger a little bit with the uh, the addiction and your sobriety and um... – well, not glad mine. Let's not bring mine. Glad, glad, glad to hear all around. Glad to hear all around, though. Uh, Mad Money, I hope the same goes out to you. Uh, listen, dude, Johnny Menzel, he had the interview on Dan Patrick's show this morning. Um, he said all the right things, man. He, he, he said all the right things, you know, and he's talking about his sobriety and this and that. But, dude, I don't even think it's sobriety that played so much. I mean, obviously, Johnny Menzel was a partier, and we know this. But I think that the more telling sign of Johnny Menzel was what he said about his preparation and lack thereof um, coming into Cleveland and how he wished that there was somebody there to help him, Uh, which could be all bull. He could be just making this up because as he's trying to do his redemption tour and he said, you know, well, these guys knew when they drafted me, um, you know, you could quote him from McLovin from the Dan Patrick show that, you know, what he put on his Twitter. He said, uh, these guys knew what they were getting when they, when they signed me up. I'm not the kind of guy to show up early for the film room. I'm not the kind of guy to stay late. I'm not that guy. I'm going to go on the field. But he said for the first time in his life that he realized that, you know, wow, in the NFL, it's way harder than it's ever been since, you know, he, since the day he walked on high school freshman football, he was able to just do things that people couldn't do. And then he got the NFL and he realized that his depression first started off when, when he wasn't able to do that on an NFL practice, you know, doing during OTAs or whatever the hell he was doing. So, and that's when the drinking and everything just kind of spiraled out of here. Um, you just told me that you predicted within six months, Johnny Menz, this is all facade that he's putting up, and that within six months he's going to have another DUI. That's what you're thinking, KB? Yeah, I think right now he's Johnny O'Doul's. Yeah, well, I think that, dude, it's, it's tough to buy. It's tough to, it's tough to buy what this guy's selling. Um, 
because we've seen it before with him, and he's just such a he's such an interesting character, and he took fame so much, man. But I mean, he's only 25. I'm gonna go ahead and give him the benefit of the doubt, dude. I really hope that he goes to the CFL. Hell, I'll watch I'll watch some CFL games if I can get them on the internet. If Johnny Manziel is playing on one of those teams, dude, he was so much fun to watch at Texas A&M. That it was, dude. Like the dude was a must. He was a highlight reel. He was he was must see TV. And then with Cleveland, he just you literally could see lack of size, lack of arm strength, lack of preparation. I think in that order. But you well, can lack make of prep- up for lack that. of preparation. Lack of preparation exposes all of that. Let's go to the brigade. What's your name? Where are you where are you bringing this blitz from? Yo, 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 yo. Bring that blitz. Hey, hello. Hello. Hey, what's up? You bringing a blitz? Hey, this is Leroy, man. This is Leroy. Hey, I want to get back to that Julie Bowden conversation, man. Oh. Hey, Mad Money, let me ask you a question. You think the Grinch is sexy, too? (laughs) (laughs) Because her face looks terrible now compared to Happy Gilmore. How are you going to say she's hotter? She's hotter now than Happy Gilmore. That goes for both of them. Beck thought she's hotter now, too, with her new haircut. Well, I don't Beck, know what these let me ask you about. a question. Let me ask you a question, Beck. With women's rights, would you rather have sexy time with Julie Bowden in her Happy Gilmore days or Paulina Gretzky today? Paulina Gretzky? And why is that? Because Julie Bowden looks like the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm going. I'm going with the. I'm going with the Modern Family one. Maybe hey, you better be careful. Hey, women's rights. Women's rights. <laughs> Goodbye, this is Leroy. Goodbye, Leroy. That was that was a good blitz. Put me on the spot there. All right. I like it. I like it. But Eddie, let's get into some locked and loaded picks. Let's pick some of these NBA games that we don't really care about at this point in time in the season. Yeah, let's do that. It- Julie Bowen, Jesus Christ. Mad Money, cue that music, man. The Grinch just stole Christmas. The Grinch just stole stole the show. show. Yeah. (laughs) What's up, man? All right, all right, all right. Back on track. Uh, We got Boston. Your Boston Celtics uh, at Toronto. Kyrie Irving, obviously, out. Toronto, minus eight tonight. I I don't even know in the East anymore. Who cares? Toronto, I think, has the number one seed sealed up. What do you think? What do you got? What are you doing back I, I take Boston in this. Uh, Toronto's coming off a of back-to-back against Cleveland last night where they got smoked. They're a little worn out. Boston, Boston shorthanded, but they still play good basketball under Brad Stevens when they don't have their uh, lead guys. I think in Toronto, Boston will lose this game, but not by eight. This one might be a good one with those uh, youngsters they got out there in Boston. Uh, Philadelphia at Detroit. Philadelphia on a hot, hot streak right now for Detroit. Uh, Andre Drummond's not – well, no, he's probable. He's probable. But, however, for Philadelphia, I think they won 11 in a row. Joel Embiid is out, which is giving Detroit the Vegas odds makers. Man, Detroit minus one. Philly at Detroit. Detroit minus one. Who you got? I'm going against Detroit. I'll tell you that. Embiid uh, being out, I think they can get over that for this game and extend their winning streak. Not to mention the Heat. Uh, I think of uh, the Heat locked up a playoff spot last night, so I think Detroit's out. So, who did you just go with? I wasn't listening. I wasn't paying any attention to you. What'd you just say? I said the Sixers. I'm also going to go with the Sixers. 
Okay, Dallas at Orlando, a game nobody cares about. Matt Money, you're not even watching this one, dude. Dallas minus one and a half. I'll go Dallas minus one and a half. Who you got, Matt Money? You going to take your magic? No, I'm going to go with Dallas on this one. Hmm. Cool. I'll go Orlando. Why not? Miami's playing at Atlanta tonight. We just beat Atlanta last night. Atlanta's not playing anybody, but Miami's not playing Gorn. Uh, the Dragons. So Miami's still minus nine at Atlanta. And Atlanta gave us a hell of a game last night. We only won by three at the very end of the game. So your thoughts? What is the NBA doing playing teams two times in a row? What is this, know, Major weird. League Baseball? Weird. I'm going to take Miami. Uh, what was the spread again? Miami minus nine. Uh, yeah, Miami locks that down. I, I disagree. I think uh, Miami wins the game, but does not. They're, Atlanta's going to cover the ninth. And finally, uh, which one's better? San Antonio at L.A. San Antonio, Jesus, for the first time in, I don't know, 20 years, they're not going to win 50 games this year. So they're pissed after blowing a 19-point lead last night to the L.A. Clippers, where the Clippers scored, I think, 42 in the fourth quarter, something like that, 41 in the fourth quarter. So San Antonio is now playing the Lakers tonight. San Antonio minus five and a half in L.A. KB, finish this off strong, man. Get this one right. Come on. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with San Antonio because they're playing the Lakers now. I kind of thought after the last go round that uh, maybe they were playing the Clippers back to back, but I don't know. That that whole thing was weird and kooky to me. That playing the same team two times in a row, but yeah, uh, San Antonio. San Antonio doesn't have to change cities. They're playing the Lakers. Uh, mm-hmm. Lonzo Balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not go there. Let's just go San Antonio. Like you said, I'm taking them. They're pissed after blowing 19 points. There you go. San Antonio it is, and those are your locked and loaded picks of the week. Man Money on the beat. Man Money. What's up, Man Money? We, we got, got another call on the line, or what, what are we doing here, man? We, we, we do, but we got to go to a commercial break here uh, first. We got much more on the other side of the show. We got one of our leaders of the Brits Brigade, Columbus from Brandis. We're going to go to him as soon as we come back from the, sh- from the commercial break. Also, when we get back, we got Patriots, RG3, Game Balls, got a lot of show left. Hit it, man, money. Not going to be the greatest exchange, you know, with uh, all this intro music and the commercial break transition already being done. We're usually a little more silent than that here on Picking Up the Blitz, but you know how it is here. We, we still think he's a pro behind the glass. Can't do it any better, except when you can. Mad Money Mike, Eddie Fane, Powell Beck, Picking Up the Blitz. This is KB from Picking Up the Blitz with KB and E Fane. Ethan and I pick up a lot of our NBA material from PrimeCombine.com. It's a lifestyle blog that features current articles on sports, entertainment, and lifestyle topics. If you're tired of scrolling through your newsfeed just like me and seeing a bunch of garbage, you got to go check out PrimeCombine.com. It's updated daily, and I guarantee you, you will find something that interests you. Again, that is PrimeCombine.com. Picking up the Blitz with KB and E-Fane is brought to you by the Near Food Mart on 1856 Valley Avenue, right across the street from the Premier Ford dealership. Near Food Mart is famous in Winchester for their Cajun-style crispy, crunchy fried chicken. Not only does Near Food Mart have the best fried chicken in town, 
They got the best wings, too. And no need to drink and drive to get there. Our good friend of the show, Raj, will deliver the chicken and booze right to you. You make sure you call Raj from the Near Food Mart at 540-450-8107. Find the Near Food Mart on Facebook, too. Wild Dog Hot Sauce is a Caribbean-influenced hot sauce that will enhance and complement the flavor of almost any dish. Use it often and enjoy. It's addictive. It'll get you lit. Mild, mango, and kiwi wild dogs got what you need. Email wilddoghotsauce at gmail.com for your first bottle of that bold flavor, and you'll know what KB and Ethan are talking about with their bold wild dog picks of the week every week here on Picking Up the Blitz. I'll tell you who's an OG. Our boy here, Columbus from Brandon. He's part of the Picking Up the Blitz Brigade. He's opening up, coming out of the blurt for us. Brandon, what's going on, man? Oh, we're talk- Y'all were talking about Tiger Woods earlier and a great comeback. Okay, you got a better yeah. one? You got a better yes. one for us, Brandon? Because that's yeah, what we're I, trying to think I, about. I, lo- I kind of lost the thread. I just stepped away from the radio. But I've got, I don't know if it's better or not, but the greatest comeback I ever saw. Uh, this goes back nearly 60 years now. Uh, in late, in the late NFL, late season, NFL season, 1960, uh, Frank Gifford uh, took a pass from Charlie Connerly uh, coming out of the backfield over the middle against the Eagles in Yankee Stadium and made the catch and turned up field and was this devastated, terrible hit, Bednarik, Eagles linebacker. It was, a, it was a legal hit, nothing dirty about it. But uh, in today's world, Bednarik would have been thrown out of the game for taunting, and it was really disgusting what he did. But, but that aside, uh, Frank was on the deck and didn't move uh, for a long time. Uh, Sam Huff went out to see him, came back to the bench, and said he thought Frank Giver was dead. said his eyes were <laughs> – all you could see was the whites of his eyes. He wasn't moving. Uh, he was hardly breathing. Uh, mm-hmm. I cannot remember how long uh, he was in a uh, coma, uh, but the Giants uh, would not let him play uh, in the 1961 season. So he sat out that whole season. I think a lot of people believe that he went from that injury to broadcast, but that was not the case because he came back in 1962. They invented a new position for him, flanker back it was called in those days, and he had he, he had a Hall of Fame career, as everybody knows, but his best seasons were 1962, 1963, uh, and he played through 1964 as well after that injury. Uh, uh, what long-term effect it had on him, uh, I, I, I don't know. You, you, you never could see it or feel that anything was uh, wrong with him. Uh, so it, it just could have just been blinding luck that he, that he was all right after that. But his greatest season, he was a rookie in 56, uh, he was already Hall of Fame by 1961. Uh, he sat out the 61 season, had his greatest years in 62 and 63 for two championship teams. 
So I just wanted to remind uh, listeners of that. That's a long time ago, but it, it was a great it was a great comeback. Better right, than, that's a good point. Better than Tiger. Better, if Tiger if, was the Masters, better than Tiger. Frank Gifford. I don't know anything. I tell you the truth. I don't know. I don't follow golf. I don't know anything about uh, Tiger. Uh, but for my money, that, that's the greatest Thanks. comeback I ever saw. Yeah, I got you. I, I wasn't thinking. That, I appreciate the call. I wasn't thinking about straight, uh, straight injury comebacks. That hadn't that hadn't crossed my mind yet. To be completely honest, now I'm trying to rack my brain for somebody who had, somebody else who had a devastating uh, straight up injury. Now I got one that clicked right away. The uh, the Willis McGahee injury. Yeah, that was bad. That was a bad one back mm-hmm. in uh, was that 2000, yeah. 2002 in the Miami Hurricanes uh, in the championship game. Yeah, that was brutal. Yeah. Blew out his yeah. whole knee. And was but he never. Have, I mean, it's not like he had a Hall of Fame career. Uh, I mean, he's yeah. borderline. It'll nah. be it'll be impressive if Ryan Shazier ever plays again. Now that yeah, we're on this just, depressing yeah. subject. Yeah, I was just thinking about that too. He's well. He's Brandon Cook ruled, just got signed been, today after a concussion where he looked like his little ass was never going to stand or walk again uh, in the Super Bowl. I think well, the did, Patriots uh, just send players out once they know they're concussed. Wes Welker got about 19 of them. He can't read or write today. And well, now we're on that. Let's get let's break uh, down this trade a little bit. Yeah. The Patriots traded Brandon Cooks in a fourth round pick to the Rams for the 23rd overall pick in this year's draft and also a sixth round pick in this year's draft. So they gave up Cooks and a fourth for the 23rd and a sixth rounder. I, I also want to mention, Eddie, the Pats have now given up their number one and number two receivers from last year. That's Cook and Amendola. Amendola by default because of the Edelman injury. They let both of their tackles walk, tackle Nate Soldier and right tackle I can't remember. They let one of their best, if not their best running back, Deion Lewis, go as well. The Gronk trade rumors were fake, but they also let Matt Patricia and Josh McDaniels part ways, and that was real. So so what's going on? What what's Belichick's Dude, plan? Dude, it seems here? like it seems like a blow up, man. Is it, he just trying really, to put Tom Brady like in and make just, Tom it, Brady it, look bad this year? Well McDaniels wait, McDaniels didn't go, though. McDaniels is still there. Don't forget about that. Now, oh, McDaniels, yeah, he turned down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Now, hang, on, hang on a second. Yeah, yeah, you jumped the gun on that one, and that one, I, that actually took me the good 10 seconds to even realize, wait, no, he so didn't. That, that, was, fake, that was fake yeah. news, just like well, the Gronk no, fake no, news. No, 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 they legitimately, the deal was just about done from what I've heard. If any Boston fans are out there listening, they want to call in with their opinions on that. And then they just essentially said, yeah, well, Belichick's going to be gone here pretty soon, and you're going to be the, the next up. So that's what they're going to do with that. So there's there's a lot going on in New England right now. I think Belichick's almost on his way out the door. I think this is the last season that we're going to see Belichick and Brady together. Um, if, is it going to be Brady's last season? I don't know. But they are trading away. <sighs> Dude, With Gar- the Garoppolo thing still blows my mind, man. But um, the Patriots situation, unless you're inside that, that organization, man, you got to have faith in what they're doing because they must have a plan. And, and, and Brady they trust, but at 41, and Belichick they trust, I think he's done. I don't know what's going on there, man. The better question that I really want to transition this to, if we're, if we're on it, is what the Rams are doing. 
Because look at all these freaking personalities that the Rams have put together after a pretty solid season last year with a 31-year-old, 32-year-old head coach. Like this, or however old he is, I'm 34. Sean McVay, I'm looking at the Rams like, man, this is a stacked roster. But we've seen stacked rosters before, and it just doesn't work. Because there's so many personalities right there that just, if things don't go exactly the way that they want them to go immediately. Can't you see this kind of blowing up in everybody's faces and Tlaib's pissed off? Ndamukong Sue's not really more of an off-the-field problem than he is an on-the-field problem. Like, he's just kind of dirty a player, and that's, it is what he is. He's a defensive lineman. I have no problem with it. Um, and then Marcus Peters or Marcus Peterson, whatever the hell the kid's name is, like, he's an immature little jerk. I mean, he's a hell of a talent, but there's... If the wins don't pile up and Sean McVay and Wade Phillips are the ones that are supposed to be in charge of this many personalities in the locker room. You give me John Gruden in there in L.A., I think I would think that this, this team has Super Bowl potential with Jared Goff as the young quarterback, Gruden as the, as the leader. Man, you give me Sean McVay and Wade Phillips, I'm not buying it, man. I know that they're going all in here. I know they're going all in, and Todd Gurley's a hell of a back, and the offensive line is decent, and now they got these weapons, and then you still think about Tavon Austin. If he's still there, I don't know, because you tried calling me out and telling me Tavon Austin got traded like three weeks ago, but that was definitely a lie on your part. I'm just interested to see what the Rams are going to do. I mean, definitely the most intriguing team if you if you follow the offseason moves that the, these guys have made. So, But I don't buy it. I don't think that this is going to be any better because I still don't buy in your boy Jared Goff. That's Jared Bust right there, man. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is a Super Bowl quarterback. Nah, I disagree. I disagree. But I already on this thing. I disagree, but I do I do buy into what you're saying here. It looks like the New England Patriots are putting out fires with gasoline and it looks like the Los Angeles Rams are putting a lot of gasoline in the tank here and we're talking high octane gas. That's gonna be a lot of egos in that locker room. I'm not sure. I think it's a very, very boom or bust situation whether these guys can gel or not. I mean that's that's a lot of egos, uh, but there's a lot of talent on the team. And it depends on how much these uh, veteran guys, specifically Dadamakan Sue, is going to be able to buy into uh, Sean McVay's mentality and stay aligned with the team's, uh, the team's path and who they need him to be for success. But you put him beside Aaron Donald, and, and then you get that secondary hooked up with Sam Shields and Marcus Peters, they already got a good O-line. They got the weapons they need. I mean, it, it kind of seems like the, it, the, the car could drive itself. Caller on the line, bring the blitz where you're bringing it from. Caller on the line, bring the blitz where you're bringing it from. Caller on the line, bring the blitz where you're bringing it from. All right, looks like we're not getting anything from them. The next right. time we get dogged like that, I'm just going to change my voice up and act like a Hey man, this is Timmy from Thomasville. <laughs> hey man, is anybody well we're on this subject? Let's get off of it. Enough. Is anybody gonna give me the credit that I'm due for winning the freaking bracket challenge? Like, where's my money, Matt Money? Like, I, my Venmo's open and I, I'm not receiving the cash or the prizes that were promised on the air. Like, so when because can you I were the that? you were the one that was supposed to take the fifty dollar debt that you owed me from gambling and use mm-hmm. it as the prize money. 
No, no, no. But there's another so, fifty dollars that got thrown in there, and then there was a bunch of like show swag, like a bunch of show swag. If I can copy every other show that's ever done radio ever, like a bunch of blitz, like you know, t-shirts and like a pillowcase. We were gonna give there out. We were gonna give out little uh, picking up the blitz packs of gum. Yeah, near Raj from the near Mart was gonna send me uh, chicken. Well, like he was gonna send like the frozen chicken in like a what like what was it a, half, a gallon and a half of gasoline. All it, like where where is all this but, stuff, man? Do I need to get on the phone with Raj? Like, is that what this well, is coming to? Pissed at him anyways. He's not get, paying my bills. You're gonna have to get on the phone with the brigade. We got another caller here. Where's this call, coming I mean, from? This is Timmy from Thomasville. I swear to God, dude, he's got a problem with me. Bring the blitz, dude. Hey, man, this is Leroy. Oh, Leroy, back on the line. Julie Bowen on his mind. What's up, Leroy? He double hey, Leroy. Hey. Hey, I want to go back to Frank Gifford, which takes me to <laughs> Kathy Lee Gifford. Hey, Mad yeah, Money, I was what thinking you, it. I was thinking it too. What, what do you think of that baseball mitt of a face, Kathy Lee Gifford? Now she had a lot of work done too. Now listen, would you rather Kathy Lee Gifford or Christine Barinsky in her Grinch makeup? This question for Mad Money. I'll hang up and listen. Women's rights. To Google uh, Christine Barinsky. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not familiar with that one. <laughs> is this, cat- this guy. This oh. guy's killing. This oh guy's God, it, he's perfect for the Grinch. <laughs> wow. Oh my Lord. What happened to her? She must have lived hard. Wait, who? Which one did you Google? Was that was that Kathy Lee Gifford today, or what was that? No, this is Barinsky. Barinsky. Dude, oh, man. You're right. You're going to have to start screening this guy, Matt Money, if you're not ready to answer these fireball questions, dude. Now, Matt Money, who you got? Kathy Lee? Was it Kathy Lee today or Kathy Lee in her prime? Nah, I think no, he's saying... Well, way. Kathy Lee Matt in her Money. prime. I'm looking at Kathy Lee in her prime. I'm bailing Matt Money out here, Matt Money. You, you're not getting away from this. But Kathy Lee in her prime is, is is pretty fine. I don't I don't see one of the older ones here. Oh no, uh, she goes downhill. She goes downhill too. That man, women getting work. I don't know. Doesn't work. Doesn't work all the time. Clearly. So Julie Bowen, it is man. Julie Bowen today that's or it. yesterday. That's the final. That's the final pick. Julie Joe, Bowen. Which, which, Bowen and you're taking and you're taking MILF Jimmy Jimmy Bowen. What's her name? <laughs> Your mom's still listening to this show, dude. <laughs> I don't think anybody's still listening to this show right now. <laughs> oh, man. All right, all right, all right. All right. So, Mad Money's just sticking with Julie Bowen. Um, that's cool. You got any other subjects you want to talk about, or we need to get back to the near mart, or where, where, where are we at here, Beck? Because this show, the rails are right there, dude. I, and we're I heard, ahead. I oh. heard, I heard that we were going to a commercial break here soon. But before mm. before we get before we go to the commercial break, I also heard that one of our boys here affiliated with the show might have seen a recently signed quarterback throw some passes oh, dude, in his all time from the NFL. Oh, was that? Oh, oh, we were supposed to wait for that, and then we were going to go to commercial, and then I was going to drop that news afterwards. That's how radio works. I'm getting it. I'm getting no, it. No, we're, we're going they, to it now. We're going okay, to it we now. We are going to do it now, dude. Hey, the dude looked in good shape, bro. I mean, he's about my height, and he's about – I feel like I might be bigger than the dude. And he just got signed today. I feel like I should be playing. I mean, he's not going to play. He's going to play on the bench. But RG3 getting signed to Baltimore, 
And I know one of my boys is a Baltimore fan, and Joe Flacco sucks, dude. Let's just face facts. Joe Flacco is garbage. Like, he's done, right? The, Del- the Delaware dud is done. And he got the paid Delaware a big contract dud. back. He got paid a big contract back in the day. Like, that's cool and everything. I can't see why RG3 can't come back in the league and play football, dude. If he could just really, like, he was living in a condo next to my girlfriend's. Like, not, nah, like, dude, you should be doing more with your life, bro. Like, if you're doing the same thing I'm doing, like, come on, bro, grow up. What's the matter with you, you scumbag? All right, well, let's get to this commercial break. We do have some more I'm stuff just to saying. get to on the I'm other I'm side. Just I know, I know back. you're He'll just saying. He's back in the league and everything, dude. And I was watching him throw some bullets to his girl. But he didn't throw it to me. I was like, yo, RG, RG, me, I'm open. He's like, no, dog, like, I'm not throwing you. I'm like, all right, RG, hope your knee blows out again, you scumbag. And he won't do it. He didn't want to come to the show either. Picking up the flick. KB, E-Fade, see you on the other side of the break. This is KB from Pick'em to the Blitz. With KB and E-Fane. E-Fane and I pick up a lot of our NBA material for PrimeCombine.com. It's a lifestyle blog that features current articles on sports, entertainment, and lifestyle topics. If you're tired of scrolling through your news feed just like me and seeing a bunch of garbage, you got to go check out PrimeCombine.com. It's updated daily, and I guarantee you, you will find something that interests you. Again, that is PrimeCombine.com. Picking up the Blitz with KB and E-Fane is brought to you by the Near Food Mart on 1856 Valley Avenue, right across the street from the Premier Ford dealership. Near Food Mart is famous in Winchester for their Cajun-style crispy, crunchy fried chicken. Not only does Near Food Mart have the best fried chicken in town, they got the best wings too. And no need to drink and drive to get there, our good friend of the show, Roz, will deliver the chicken and booze right to you. You make sure you call Rise from the Near Food Mart at 540-450-8107. Find the Near Food Mart on Facebook, too. Wild Dog Hot Sauce is a Caribbean-influenced hot sauce that will enhance and complement the flavor of almost any dish. Use it often and enjoy. It's addictive. It'll get you lit. Mild, mango, and kiwi wild dogs got what you need. Email wilddoghotsauce at gmail.com for your first bottle of that bold flavor, and you'll know what KB and Ethan are talking about with their bold wild dog picks of the week every week here on Picking Up the Blitz. All right, you're back inside picking up the blitz with Kyle Beck, Eddie Fane, Mike Robertson behind the glass. This is picking up the blitz, the best show on the air. I don't know if Leroy's going to triple dip here with another would you rather for Mad Money, but uh, I wouldn't mind if he did. But I want to get into, I know I killed Eddie with this, uh, uh, my rant on this last week, but it led to some of the dumbest uh, uh, headlines I saw of possibilities all week and that is we already talked about the new england trade and what was the giant asking price for 
Odell Beckham Jr., it was two first-round draft picks. Now, what do the Patriots have right now? Obviously, two first-round draft picks. Their Patriots are not trading for Odell Beckham. I'm sorry. All you guys can leave me alone about this. The the Patriots, that's never going to happen. Never. Is there is there a response you wanted me were you expecting me to like disagree with you hardcore on that one and like really go in and be like, Oh no, I think the Patriots are definitely gonna go get Odell. Dude, I hate No, Odell. I wanna I wanted you to rationally explain yeah. what the Patriots might do with the two first round draft picks. Like go and get what their what their Exactly. That's what I think. Do you think that they have one in mind? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if anything's going to be slipping through the 23rd, but they can trade up, dude. Exactly. There's so many. That's why, you know what, Beck? If I got to see one more mock draft, dude, we've talked about this on previous shows, man, and it's so freaking ridiculous. The Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper Jr., like, that's their job. That's their career is playing fantasy games. Like, that's what it is. It's called, it's called, this is fantasy. Like, hey, let's just write down a list of people, and we could put anyone there. We could put Elon Musk in there. We could put, we could put little, little Jimmy Johnson. We could put freaking Leroy from New Jersey. We could put anybody we want as number three or number six, number nine. We, and, and then when the draft comes out, and they're never right, they're never even close, and there's 16 trades that happen on draft night, and they were dead wrong except for the number one pick, which was a lock freaking four weeks ago, which, I mean, not this year, but I'm just saying in, in years past. Like, dude, um, I don't need mock draft 9.7 from you guys, dude. Like, how is that your career? Like, how is that possible that you get paid for just, oh, it's speculation. Huh, we're just going to speculate all day long, and then when we're dead wrong, next year we'll come back and be dead wrong again. It just doesn't make any sense to me, dude. So, yeah, all this, this, that, and the other. Watch what the Patriots do when they go and actually trade up, and they're going to go get a quarterback. I mean, dude, you can't. There's no way possible that you, even as a diehard Tom Brady fan, which some people, which a lot of people are, I'm not saying as myself, I'm saying as a lot of people are, you have to understand that this guy is going, he's not going to play for another five years. It's just not going to happen. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. And you had the backup with Jimmy Garoppolo, and you traded him away. Okay? And now you got this Gronkowski, you got this whole situation. It's time for clean house. Josh McDaniels will take over as the head coach, and Josh McDaniels is looking right now, probably in a film room, at which quarterback he wants. And, and then they're going to get on the phone, and they're going to trade up in a top 10 pick somewhere along the line, oh, maybe using Gronk as bait. That, that could be another thing, using Gronkowski as bait to get this pick. But these guys are going for a quarterback this year, man, because they're not going to sit there with, with the brisket gone and with the Garoppolo gone with nobody. Because I can't even tell you who their backup is right now. Can you? Do you know who the Patriots' backup quarterback is off the top of your head? Brian Hoyer. Is Brian? Okay, yeah. (laughs) Then perfect. Then that just solved. Argument done. That just proved my point. Okay. Hey, you know who? You know who would overpay for Gronk? No, hang on. You you can take. Yeah, yeah. You're about to take this microphone and do whatever you want with it, dude. I'm just telling you right now. You can use Gronkowski as bait. You can use that 24th pick or 26th pick, whatever they got, and you can trade the hell up, man. And if you've been talking about the Giants trading away, well, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm just you know telling who you, would, you know who going would for really Gronk. overpay for Gronk would oh. be John Gruden. Why? He just see. I could just see him doing just, it, man. You just, yeah, I could too. <laughs> I, I actually, <laughs> I really could too. Just man, just man, this guy, man, football, man. like, yeah, I can't do a very good Gruden impression, obviously, but. I could see that too, like just loving Gronkowski. 
and just, just those giving two, up a couple picks. Those two them. just hugging all the time on the sidelines and just giving up. But Gruden's too smart for that, man. Gronkowski's stupid retirement thing that he keeps throwing out there, and then the injuries. Like, dude, this guy's like really hurt, man. Like, if you look at the number of surgeries done to Gronkowski's body, like he's got a he's robot got, arm, bro. He's like a really injured man. <laughs> like he's and the, the off the field antics don't help anything, but like this dude's concussed and and banged up with a lot of surgeries, man. Like so Gronkowski going on to thirty, like is it worth it? I don't think so, but somebody will and the Patriots will manipulate it so that somebody will. And they will they want him out of there, dude. They really do, man. And I'm just telling you right now. If you're looking for what the Patriots are going to do here, it's a quarterback, and Tommy, Tommy, terrific, ain't going to like it, but that's that's what's on the verge of happening here, and there will be some big time trades. So Mel Kiper and Todd McShay, dude, go Julie Bowen, somebody, dude, because I ain't freaking playing with your guys' mock draft five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven draft night, not even close on any single one of them. You guys are idiots. You guys are losers. You guys are never coming on my show, on our show, on the Blitz. Is that right, Matt Money? Because if they call in, don't let them on the line. Not playing with them. Done with them. They could just stay on ESPN three. Eddie, you want to talk basketball. I want to talk some basketball, yeah! particularly your Miami Heat. I want to know who you think Miami Heat match up with best to get to the second round to win their first round. Who who would you pick out of all the teams that are going to make it? Who are you gonna? Who would you choose? Dude, 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 dude. You already know what I want right now, man. I want you guys. I want the second. I want the seventh seed, and I want to play you guys at the second seed. I don't want to play Toronto. Toronto's pretty good, and Toronto will beat us. Toronto will beat us in five. Um, well, the Celtics are locked into the second gonna, seed. It's, yeah, you guys control good. that destiny. Good. And we play Atlanta again tonight with nobody. Bazemore's not playing. Uh, the little Schroeder, Schroeder, Schrager, Schrager, Schroeder, 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 He's not playing. We're we're gonna beat Atlanta again. So all we do we're now it's just battling with Milwaukee, I believe, for that that eighth or seventh seed. And it could go all the way up to six. It, everything's so it's so flexible in the East. It's kind of crazy. But um, the thing is, dude, I want you guys. I want Boston because Kelly Olynyk, my boy Kelly O, who I thought was the worst the worst deal we have made. Oh, he's got it in for you guys. And you guys have got a bunch of youth, a bunch of players that do not know the playoffs. We got the Dragon. We got D Wade. We got Hassan Whiteside who's throwing fits left and right and crying about his – I didn't get to play at the end of the game and then coming up clutch last night and giving us the game-winning basket, block, steal, and rebound all within the last, like, 26 seconds. Okay? And, you don't and think that Brad Stevens – I think that you think that Brad Stevens is some sort of sensei god. And Brad Stevens is not that good of a head coach. He's good. He's okay. He's okay, but he's not he's not what you think he is. And and, and I am going to situational coach. He's the best situational coach. Is Kyrie situational. Irving is Kyrie Irving good to go for round 1? I think the answer no, is no. 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 I don't think Kyrie Gordon Irving Hayward I th- coming back at all this year. You're done, buddy. Well, as soon as the Celtics signed Greg Monroe, they eliminated that possibility. Uh some sort of contractual wise but the Celtics, I think, uh, will not play Kyrie in round one and may be hesitant to play him in round two. I so, think they know their fate is sealed for not winning the championship this year and might be time to just heal up, dog. So I would love nothing more than to make y'all's bruises 
into the offseason to bruise you. What, what's the word? How, man, money, how do I want to say that? I want to breach y'all in the offseason. I want to beat y'all to a pulp, dude. Like, this is, this is what – the reason that this show even has evolved, dude, is because of our hate for each other's teams, dude. The only reason that we thought that this could work and is working is because of this actual rivalry, dude. I hate you, Beck. Like, I can't stand you when it comes to the Heat playing <laughs> the Celtics. Like, I honestly, dude, can't be in a room with you, on the phone with you, anywhere near you. So I would love nothing more, nothing more in my life than for this to be the first round because you guys are young. You got Tatum. You got Jalen Brown. You got Marcus Smart, which you knew in, uh, in Columbus from Ohio Archer, or Brandon or Brandon from Columbus. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not. We're better than Mark, you. Marcus Smart We're better is than hurt you. as well. bad team. Oh, he's gone too. Good, good. Get him all out of here. So Brad Stevens is going to work with a bunch of kids and a bunch of scrubs, and we're going to work with Eric Spolstra, you know, like a, a, a championship-winning coach, you know, just to say. Pat Riley, when he needs to phone down, to him, be like, hang on, here's what you actually really need to do. And I would love nothing more than to just beat you all into the offseason and say, see you later. And then show me Cleveland in the East. And they'll beat us. But, dude, I, I would love nothing more to make it to the Eastern I, Conference Finals. I think and I would the Celtics say that have a lot more. I think the Celtics have a lot They got a lot more to gain because a lot of the younger guys right now are getting a lot of great experience. That's going to benefit them a lot for next year, like Kerry Rozier and Jason Tatum. They're getting a lot of minutes due to these injuries. And they played phenomenally, phenomenal, man. They've, they've really played well. Stevens has done a great job of putting them in the, in the right position. But I'll tell you what, the Heat have sucked for a while, and my hatred's died out for them a little bit because of their lack of uh, their lack of winning and their lack of LeBron. I've always I've always had to deal with LeBron in the East, and since he's not on the Heat, I mean, I still hate him because they're your team. But I mean, I, I honestly, really I don't like think LeBron. I don't I I don't think that uh, Stevens will have any any problem shutting down everything that Ko is good at. I think he can force Dwayne Wade into only three-point shooting situations, which he's not good at. I think he can get in Hassan Whiteside's head. I think we have a couple of dirty players that can get him a couple tees and out of the game and in foul trouble. I, I, hey, oh, oh, dude, it took me like literally 30 seconds there to put together who the hell KO was. Kelly O'Lynn gets a nickname? Get the hell out of hey, here, dude. I mean, I was KO. I was just kind of joking as I was saying, like, Kelly O'Lynn is coming for blood. That Canadian bastard is – I hate him. I mean, there were, he, we're definitely better with him on the floor because he's definitely more versi- versatile of a player than I thought he was by far. But, dude, don't give him KO. Come on. More like K-No. Oh, dude, too easy. More like K – Too easy. like K-Bro. We're like, hey, hey, how much of a Canadian, shot? Are you? Okay, Canadian, get the hell out of here, you freaking weirdo, dude. Speaking hey, how much Canadian. of a shot do you do you think Houston has to beat Golden State now that we're approaching uh, that territory? A lot, very good one. Actually, a very, very, very good one. Um, I'm watching, dude. Everything. If if you haven't been following what the Houston Rockets have done all year long, dude, this is a dominant team, man. This is a great team. This is a James Harden on a mission. Although he will shrink in the big spot, I have a very big. Very good feeling that he will shrink against KD, and Golden State will still obviously beat them. This is going to be, dude, I've been telling you this for a minute. You've been telling, and I know you agree with me, this is the series that we've been waiting for, man. Like, And I, I really, really am almost at a point where it's like 60-40, 60% Golden State, 40% Houston. Like, I, I, you think I wouldn't be shocked. Be, I, would, I wouldn't be shocked it, whatsoever. wouldn't be shocked whatsoever. You think it'll possibly be so close in a Game 7 series – 
that team that that one of these teams going into the into the NBA finals is tired, fatigued, giving LeBron and the Cavaliers a shot. I have I have Cavaliers winning the finals. Really? I have uh, yeah. I think uh I've had Cavaliers win the finals since day one. Um with a whole different roster and I still am going to go LeBron this year. I I think that he just the back seat and everything and I know he might be leaving Cleveland and it's pretty much a given that he is leaving Cleveland. I like the talent on that team, man. I, I still do. And I really, really think that if he just runs through the East easily, which it seems that he will, I think that he's going to be fresh and ready to go. And that seven-game series, which you just brought up, which is a great freaking point, dude, is going to be so draining on whoever wins it. Because that, that seven-game series, I'm automatically jumping to that in the West. The Western Conference Finals are going to be so <laughs> draining on whoever fi- finally pulls that one out. They're going to be thinking by getting the championship, okay, now we can run through Cleveland. I think that this time they're going to run into a LeBron that isn't going to be as passive as he was last year. And I think he's going to bring back another one to Cleveland. Like I called at the beginning of the year, even though it was a completely different roster and I had completely different thoughts, I'm still rolling with the team I picked. And that's Cleveland winning, winning this game, this series. And it's, it's too early to call. But, dude, the, the, real, the real NBA finals are uh, when the Golden State Warriors and the Houston Rockets meet up. And I cannot wait for that. That's, that's, going, to be, that's going to be freaking good. Basketball. We, you know, got, we, Eddie, we got game balls up in this joint or what? We do some before, hey, before we before we get to game balls, we're talking about ultimate comebacks. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you an ultimate drop off. Uh, Carmelo Anthony is just—he's not even there. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's pathetic. Yeah. Let's go he's to game a, balls. Here we And now. Game balls given out by your boy E. Fane and Kyle Beck. Brought to you by Gold Chains of Champagne Entertainment. Hell yeah! I'll start us off here, KB, man. Start us off right, right now. Right, right. He goes to Hassan Whiteside. Throwing a little hizzy fit, being the little kid that he is, the little immature little prick that he is, getting into the playoffs by seriously taking over the game in the last 22 seconds, 38 seconds. Last night, Hassan Whiteside game ball to you, buddy. Keep this thing rolling for Miami Heat. KB, who do you got with your game balls? Talk to me, dog. Hey, my game ball is going out to Jim Moore Jr. About being honest about Josh Rosen. Not only was he honest, he did his boy a favor. He's keeping him out of Cleveland. And Cleveland is not a place for a Californian former tennis player. Josh Rosen does not want to play in Cleveland, and Jim Moore kept him out of there. I think he did a good job. Solid move by Jim Mora. That money, you got a game ball you want to throw out? Julie Bowen. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and pass it on over to uh, our very own your boy Fane for choosing Villanova to go all the way in his bracket. That's a good call. That's a good call. I'm going to I'm going to give I'm going to give the game ball to the whole blitz for Dave for making sure E Fane does not get paid for any of it. I pick them. I call them. I pick them. I win them. I win them. I win them. I win them. And what did you win? What did you win, Eddie? You won a case of nothing. You won nothing. Nada. Let's see my dad with Raj. (laughs) He'll give you a free blueberry biscuit if you mention picking up the blitz. Blueberry biscuit? Get the hell out of here. 
yeah, that's the deal. That's the deal, man. You go in there, you mention Pick Up the Blitz, it gives you a free blueberry biscuit. Make sure you mention Pick Up the Blitz to everybody you know. I got we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. I'm sorry, but we got to go. We can only do this once a week. It's the best time of the week, and we can't wait till next week. We're going to have a lot more for you guys, more game balls, more lock and loaded picks, more hot topics, and we're getting closer and closer to that NBA draft.